it is the incredible Nick Walker. I'm going to tell you a story about a holiday I went on with a girlfriend. It did not go well. Um, it was in 2002, so it was before the internet was used for booking holidays. It's a, you could either use CFAX or you could go into a travel agent and book a holiday. Um, I had had, I'd been reading a book about the Caucasus, the mountains between kind of um, well, South Asia, sort of Southern Russia area, um, and I was fascinated by it. I thought, that's where I'd really like to go. And as a 22-year-old, I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to go and book a trip to the Caucasus. So I walked into a travel agent and said, right, uh, can I get a flight to the Caucasus? And the girl behind the desk kind of looked at me and she went, well, you, you realise that's like um, Chechnya and places like that? Uh, I, right. And she said, there's a war going on there at the moment, so you probably don't want to go there. Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, somewhere like that, perhaps? Uh, and she said, well, um, what about Bulgaria? Yeah. Brilliant, Bulgaria. We'll go, go for Bulgaria. So, booked a holiday to Bulgaria, kind of on a whim, really. Didn't know anything about it, um, which was probably just as well, because if I did, I probably wouldn't have gone there. I mean, not that it's a terrible country, I just was completely ill-prepared for it. Um, my girlfriend at the time, Charlie, was luckily very open-minded about such things. She said, oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's go to Bulgaria, let's see what it's like. Uh, so, I booked, booked two weeks there, basically just booked a flight, and thought, wow. Oh, wing it once we're there. It'll be fine. What can possibly go wrong? I had a copy of the Lonely Planet or Rough Guide or whatever it was to Bulgaria and, uh, and you know, all the sort of stupidity and courage of a 22-year-old. So, got on my flight, brilliant, landed in Sofia, which is the capital of Bulgaria. Um, it's a lot of concrete, a lot of kind of brutalist, sort of post-Russian architecture um, and very, very grey. Uh, got, got off a plane, and looked at the signs. I, you know, I realised I wasn't going to be able to speak Bulgarian straight away. Um, and that was fine. That was fine. I mean, I'd been to France and Spain and places like that and realised that you can sort of muddle through a bit. What threw me initially was the fact that not only was the language different, the bloody alphabet's different. It's, it's Cyrillic, so I didn't even recognise any of the letters. Um, there was a little bit in the start of a rough guide book where it kind of translated it. So it, Rather than just looking up a word, I had to look up each individual letter to then translate it from Cyrillic into, into kind of the European alphabet and then from Bulgarian into, into English. So it took a long time to communicate with everyone. Um, but that was okay. People were very understanding. It was fine. Um, I obviously stood out, uh, my partner and I, as soon as we got there. Um, and I realised what it was, was I had a kind of a rather bright Gore-Tex anorak, which I was wearing. And I kind of looked around I realised that Nobody else was wearing bright Gore-Tex anoraks in, in Sofia in 2002. Um, they were all wearing leather jackets. So I bought a leather jacket straight away and people stopped staring at me, which was good. Until I tried communicating and then they started staring again. But that was fine. Anyway, I had my leather jacket. I had my understanding girlfriend. And I was ready for some adventures. So going to some restaurants, order some food. Um, didn't really know what was on the menu, so just point at something. Uh, I ended up ordering sheep's brains twice in two separate occasions, which is not good. It wasn't particularly nice the first time or, or the second, but I felt compelled to eat it on both occasions because the, the, the waiters were very proud. It I, I may well be part of a national sort of dish, one of, one of the sort of big parts of Bulgarian cuisine may well have been sheep's brains. Anyway, they were delighted that uh, clearly a, a Westerner had arrived to, to eat their fine sheep's brains and 
so I had to finish the plate. So, sheep sprained up with my leather jacket. Um, I felt like we'd, we'd seen enough of the city, so we decided to go out into, into the countryside. Um, and it had been going okay up to this point so far. Charlie, my girlfriend, and I had been getting on fairly well. No major scrapes until we got out into the countryside. Um, so we got on a bus and headed south for a few hours to uh, an area where you can go hiking and trekking. And we thought, right, great, let's hop off the bus here, we've got our backpacks on. Uh, there's a, a village about eight kilometres away. We'll walk there and we'll get a room for the night in a hotel. That'd be brilliant, excellent stuff. So, so we got the bus to drop us off on the side of a lonely Bulgarian mountain and headed off down this dusty track. And it was fine, it was beautiful, really. I mean, it's a beautiful country, actually, apart from the grey, brutalist architecture, which isn't so beautiful. Um, but headed off down this track and after about, you know, hour or two of walking, we hear dogs barking in the distance. I was like, hmm, this doesn't sound too good to me, because it sounded like they were getting closer, and it sounded like they were quite keen as well, and it turns out they were. This kind of pack of quite large, um, but they, there's, there's shepherds live up in the, in the hills there, they're flocks of sheep, and there's also wolves and bears and big dangerous predatory things, okay, and to stop the big dangerous predatory things eating the sheep, what the shepherds do is get some big, dangerous, predatory dogs, which will possibly eat the, well, probably won't eat the wolves or the bears, but it'll certainly put the shits up and scare them off. So, so great. But they don't like strangers. Um, and they don't like people walking down the tracks with backpacks on. I mean, if I had the Gore-Tex jacket on, it would have probably been really bad, but I didn't have my leather jacket on. Anyway, before we knew it, we were surrounded by three or four very large, very fierce dogs. Um, barking at us, and I thought, fuck, we're going to get mauled here, this is really bad. Um, I picked up a stick, so I started brandishing it, you know, in a fairly sort of manly way, just defending my girlfriend, and um, naturally, uh, a little dog had appeared without us knowing it, a small terrier type thing, and if you have any experience with dogs, and, you know, dogs having a go at you, it's generally going to be the smaller ones who are likely to bite, and sure enough, this one... Outflanked us, got round the back, and as I was brandishing my stick, it came up behind Charlie and bit her on the calf. Um, you know, not too seriously, but managed to sort of shoo it away and fended off the other dogs and carried on down the road. Charlie limping a bit, me absolutely terrified at the sound of any dogs barking, and there were fucking loads of dogs barking for the next six kilometres or so. Anyway, made it to the village, found a um, a doctor, thankfully, an aged Bulgarian doctor, so I had to somehow communicate in my complete lack of Bulgarian that my girlfriend had been bitten by a dog and would possibly need a rabies injection. Um, and amazingly, he did understand, well, I assume that's what he injected her with. He came out with a bloody great big syringe and injected her with something anyway. But I think she was okay. You know, she didn't start frothing at the mouth or anything like that. So. I, it, it went well, um, but that bit went well. Obviously, the walkthrough hadn't gone quite so well. Um, and up to this point, you yeah, know, holiday, taking a slight sort of turn for the worse. I mean, I did admittedly feel very relieved when I arrived in that village and realised I wasn't going to die at the hands of the jaws of a, a pack of wild dogs. So that was a, a, a real high point, actually. Um, it really went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. We travelled around for a couple of days uh, and ended up going to a little town near the Turkish border, right on the sort of right, right on the cusp of Asia, really. Uh, and it was a fucking shithole, to be honest. You know, it was, really was unpleasant. Um, 
but it was Charlie's birthday that night, and we decided we ought to do something to, to mark and celebrate her, her birthday. Now, um, she was never really that into drinking alcohol, but she did enjoy getting stoned, and I enjoyed getting stoned as well, so I thought, well, you know what, maybe we could give it a go. Maybe we could have a little look around this town and find some shady-looking person who we can possibly try and purchase some, some hash or some, some weed off, um, which... Yeah, in hindsight, it was a really fucking bad idea. Um, we wandered off into, into the hinterlands of this, this dingy borderland town and found the shadiest looking person we could possibly find and started gesticulating that we might be interested in, you know, getting a bit stoned, smoking. Um, he looked blankly at me for a moment uh, and then he said, ah, oh, oh, yeah. And disappeared off and came back with a cigarette. Uh, I was like, no, no, not, not cigarettes, that's no, fine, no, something, you know, <laughs> and, and he was like, <laughs> yeah. and made me give him some money for it, gave him like, a, a couple of quid's worth of uh, Bulgarian, uh, the currency's called Levs, I think, gave him 20 Levs or whatever it was, and passed it to Charlie and said, <laughs> we've, we've fucking done it, we've scored, we've gone to a dodgy Bulgarian border town, and we've managed to score some weed. <laughs> We're pretty cool, this is great. Uh, passed it to her. She lit up, took a great big toe. She was like, this tastes kind of weird. She passed it to me. I was like, yeah, that does taste really weird. And fucking hell, it's making me feel weird. Um, it was fucking heroin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically, after, uh, after I let, let my girlfriend get bitten by a dog, I accidentally made her smoke heroin in a Bulgarian border town. Um, Just as the effects were truly starting to kick in, the, our, our supplier of the heroin returned with several of his mates, looking very shifty indeed, and started to demand some more money for, for the procuring of this. And I was thinking, oh no, right, hold on. Heroin makes you, does make you feel very relaxed as well, you know. It's not the sort of thing you necessarily want to be dealing with Bulgarian drug traffickers who are wanting to rob you whilst you're under the influence of it. I mean, it's, um, it's yeah, it, was, it wasn't a good situation. So, so I realised that he was probably going to rob us uh, at that point. So I thought, right, think fast. Don't be all sort of, you know, don't be like you've just smoked some heroin. Be, 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 be quick thinking. So I, I took out three pounds worth of Bulgarian levs and just went... Love it! And grabbed Charlie behind and said, run! So we legged it and didn't look back. We legged it and managed to get lost in this ghetto, basically, of this horrible dead-end town in Bulgaria whilst off our heads on heroin, possibly being pursued by some Bulgarian drug traffickers. And I found myself cowering in the corner of this alleyway. Mate, this is not what I expected when I went on holiday, for God's sake! Um, anyway, we... we found our way back eventually, we came down off the heroin thing, <laughs> neither of us became addicted, it's not true, you don't get addicted straight away because I've thankfully never touched it again. Um, anyway, we, the rest of the holiday was a bit of an anticlimax after that to be honest, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, we got home, threw my Bulgarian guidebook away, kept the leather jacket actually, it was very hard wearing the leather jacket. Um, the relationship didn't last long after that. No idea why. It's funny how things don't work out sometimes, isn't it?